Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. So I have been having fun talking with you guys in the comments about the different topics of the videos I've been making and watching people sort of like connect with things that I've experienced, which is so cool for me and like validating. And also at the same time, it just makes me think of like times that I have not really been able to articulate something and then someone says it and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, that is my experience too and now I have words for it. So I think it's really cool that these videos are causing those moments to happen for other people and that makes me really happy. It feels like just a cool connection to make and I feel like maybe people feel seen and understood, which is kind of the goal. So in general, these videos are made for people with ADHD to help them just put words to things that they've experienced and to help them understand themselves and their own struggles or uniqueness or strengths um, that relate to ADHD. And also for people who know or love someone who has ADHD, maybe that they could understand those people better as well. So today, as you can see from the title, we were talking about packing, and I specifically want to talk about packing for travel. I know this can be something that is stressful and kind of often procrastinated, so here are my tips for making it a little bit of a smoother process. First of all, as with anything, my first step that I'm going to recommend is to remove the burden of stress or shame that you might have attached to this task. So for packing, you might be subconsciously or consciously recalling previous events where you've packed and you've forgotten something that you feel really silly for forgetting, or you've forgotten something and it's somehow put you in a bad position or gotten you into trouble, um, or just maybe you're carrying the mental and emotional burden of this thing that's looming in your future that you have to do, which is packing, that's a little bit ambiguous and a little bit stressful, and that's just causing some extra overwhelm around the subject. So the first step that I always recommend is to remove that, that mental emotional burden and the overwhelm will kind of dissolve as you do so. I think it's really important to remind yourself that you are always doing your very best that you can in the moment and that your shortcomings or failures of the past um, do not define who you are and do not give you like an assigned value as a person. And so if you consciously think about those things and consciously just let them go, that can really help with the overwhelm, the procrastination, and the stress surrounding the subject of packing. So my next tip is to pack when you are motivated to do so. And this might be three weeks before your trip, like I have a trip next month that I'm like, maybe I should just pack right now. We're at the beginning of March, so that's a little excessive, but honestly, it wouldn't be the end of the world. The reason why this can be a good thing is a couple different reasons, actually. One of them being the fact that sometimes a stressful or looming task can be the most difficult in the beginning phase. So when you're considering starting, trying to find the motivation to start or actually starting the task, Sometimes that can be the time most fraught with overwhelm, stress, anxiety. Um, so if you can find a moment where you're excited about the trip that you're going on, you're excited about even packing itself, sometimes packing, there are moments when you're like, oh, I could pack for a trip right now. That sounds nice. 
And especially if it is a little bit away from the date that you're starting to travel, the pressure is a little bit more off. There's no rush to pack and you can kind of start it in more of a low pressure mode, if that makes sense. So getting over that barrier, which is beginning the task, is one of the advantages to doing this. And the other advantage is that you can just take it slow and kind of pack over time. So for example, if you have three weeks until your trip and one day you're just thinking about the trip and you're really excited about it, you're not feeling pressure. So you're like, man, I really could just pack for it right now. And it feels like an easy thing to conceive of doing. Then I'd recommend getting out your suitcase, your bag, whatever it, whatever it is, and just starting. Even if you just open the suitcase and you put in one thing. Of course, I recommend that whatever you start to pack at that point, not be things that you're going to need in between now and the time you leave town. So even if it's just an extra charging cord for your phone, things like that, maybe you have an extra toothbrush and you can just tuck them away really easily, it's a good start and it'll give you momentum and it'll take some of the stress off of the task over the course of it. So my next tip is to choose the lowest stress time and method of packing. So the tip I gave just previously is a good example of a time and method that might be lower stress where you have a longer time to complete the task and it's just less pressure. But generally there could be other low stress times and methods for you to do so as well. And this might be determined by different factors of your life. For example, if you are traveling with kids, um, you might need to leave yourself more of a buffer when it comes to getting down to the moment of travel um, so that you have more time to pack kids stuff, to just also like be a parent while you're trying to pack and things like that. So taking those into consideration, another thing would be like if you work full time outside the home, um, working in a time to pack that works with your schedule and also coincides with a time of day or a time of the week where you are not particularly stressed can be really helpful. And the reason for this is besides the obvious just like constant quest we're on to try and find less stressful, overwhelming ways to do things, the other benefit is that if you are frazzled or if you are stressed or overwhelmed while you're packing, you're more likely to forget something or even just to have a hard time thinking of the things that you need to pack. So carving out a specific intentional time to do that task where that time is protected from like stress, if that makes sense, um, can really help with that. This next one works especially well if you have given yourself a long time to do the packing. For example, if you got really excited about the trip ahead of time, a few weeks or whatever, and you started packing then, and you just kind of zipped up your suitcase, put it in the corner with some stuff in it, then what you can do between that moment and the time that you actually travel is to add things to the suitcase as you think of them especially if there are things that you're not gonna need between now and then. And similar to that, if there are a lot of things that you think of and want to add to your suitcase, but you know that you are gonna need to use them between now and then, keeping a list maybe on your phone or maybe on a piece of paper that you stick in your suitcase or with your suitcase, just keeping a list of those items as you think of them gives you that longer extended period of time to come up with a good list to pack. And this one leads perfectly into my next tip, which is to keep a separate list of things that are either extra important or commonly forgotten items. So things like passport identification, charging cords, things like that that are pretty mission critical, but that could easily be left behind if not specifically remembered are good to throw on that list. And then 
even in the moment when you're packing, if it is last minute and it is under stress, having a list to refer to takes that mental work off of your plate and allows you to just kind of follow the list and make sure that everything is accounted for. The next one is one of my favorites and something that I use all the time, not just for packing, but for many things in my life, which is to employ the use of a body double. I've talked about body doubling before, I think, and it's a pretty common topic discussed online. But if you don't know, body doubling is just utilizing the presence of another person to help your brain find more enjoyment in the task and therefore be able to focus and complete that task more easily. So a body double in this case could be you're having a friend over and you're just hanging out in your room and you're packing or maybe your partner and they're just hanging out in the room and you're packing or maybe you're packing together for the same trip. Um, And if none of those things are available, you can also make use of things like YouTube videos. Sometimes I like to do like um, task specific relevant YouTube videos. So if I'm packing for a trip, I might do like a pack with me or what's in my bag or something like that. Watch one of those videos or just have it playing nearby so I can kind of hear it glance over and I see like they're talking about packing, they're talking about suitcases, they're talking about bags and it's all kind of relevant and just helpful. Um, And sometimes I'm listening to something totally different or watching something totally unrelated and that can work too. One thing that I often do that's really helpful regardless of what the task is that I'm doing is to use a body double in the form of a podcast, a book, or a video that pertains to whatever I'm hyper-focusing on at the time. And so currently I'm hyper-focusing on anti-MLM content and like cult survivor content and things in that category. Um, And so no matter what task I'm doing, if I have something playing, I'm probably going to have anti-MLM YouTube videos or like a cult documentary or something like that. So that can be really helpful too. And I can't really explain why it works, but I promise you it is magic. And my last tip for packing for travel is to use a memorization strategy such as like a mnemonic device or even a song or an acronym to remember those kind of handful of either really important or really commonly forgotten items. So taking like the first letter of each item and making a like acronym out of that or a mnemonic device out of that, or maybe just taking all of the words and like writing a tiny little song, a jingle to put them in so that you remember um, is a really good thing. And that's something you could use over and over again because those items are probably going to be commonly used travel items. Um, And so things like that, where you're turning something into sort of a game or more of a creative task is often really helpful. All right. So that is it for now for my tips on packing for travel with ADHD. Um, Don't forget that everything I say in my videos is just based on my experience or the experience of people that I know Um, and does not necessarily apply to everyone. It doesn't apply to everyone with ADHD or everyone within any group for that matter. But I hope that you can find some of it relatable and I hope that you can find some of it helpful. So thank you so much for watching and I'll see you in my next video. Bye.